This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Apparently I misspoke there. It's time to hit the expressway. We'll take you commercial free to the top. The 254 says, uh, uh, Gavin wants to bring everybody back, run it back, no problems. Wow, what a head-in-the-sand perennial loser take. I just, I mean, to clarify, I just, I just want the team to um, add good players to what they have and maybe let some old guys go. You know, maybe Tyron Smith is one of those old guys that let you go, that you, that you decide to let go. But, um, you know, I think either one of the coaches could win with a team that is built for it. The Cowboys built a team that amounted to an average offense and a, a, and a defense that was really good in some parts of it. But you know you're mad. You're mad at the coaches for for the front office not doing a good enough job adding players. That's what this is. Is they beat the Giants in Jets and everybody got fired up like, oh my goodness, this team is so amazing. And then we watched for about two months them continue to put out game tape that screamed, hey, this team actually isn't that good. And you treated those losses like they were just you know, the, the one-offs. They, they really didn't inform you on how good the team was, so you never really conceptualized how bad the roster was, okay? You're a true believer, okay? And, and, and bless you, you know? You're probably under 35 or 40 years old. You haven't experienced enough football in your life to know when you're getting taken for a ride. Um, you know, I, I, I suppose you're probably, you know, not that experienced in football, maybe, maybe pretty good at video games, so that gives you, like, some scheme knowledge, but you just haven't played it or seen it enough to recognize when a team just flat out is not good enough to go do it. So when they lose, you got to reach for something because you believe they were good enough, right? So when they lose, you're like, well, it's the coach. It's this. It's that. It's a ref. No, they're just not good enough, right? So that is why when you text in, oh, you want to bring everybody back. Yeah, I wouldn't mind bringing most of the people back and then adding like four good players, you know? Uh, you need you need a real wide receiver. You need another corner. You know you need a, well, another wide receiver opposite CD Lamb that can actually get open. And you need a running game. And I don't know if that's a a, a running back in the second round or in free agency. You need a real center. <laughs> you know, you need a real linebackers. Holy crap! This yeah. team is full of holes. Yeah. And so yes, I don't want to let a lot of people go because the Cowboys need all of the good players they have plus another three or four if they want to win the championship. And then I'll be like, hey, there's a team that stacks up on paper with the Ravens and the 49ers, and then they'll be in a position to get there. You know, and, and, and I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of you out there that really believe, and you're mad at me today, but guess what? I was right. And If you want to tear my ass up on the text and on Twitter like you did for a lot of this season, for the love of God, and everything that is holy, when I am eventually proven right, can just one of you, well, actually, I, I shouldn't say that, can a few more of you, because one, one gentleman actually did last night on the Twitter X say, Gavin, I was mad at you all year long, but you ended up being right. Can more of you actually acknowledge that on the truckwreck.com fan text? Can I get one of these YouTubers that like seven weeks ago did hours of streaming talking about how I lack credibility and you were wondering how I could even be on the air on the home of the Cowboys because I said, I still don't believe. After the fifth win in a row, that's what you YouTubers did. Kindly, please kiss my ass and apologize to me with your very next breath. 
and then I might consider you a tertiary piece of the Cowboys media. Okay, I might actually consider you to be somewhat relevant because you could actually acknowledge and be held accountable. How wrong you were, how wrong you were when you said Gavin Dawson's takes lack relevance. Okay, that's how wrong you were, because I looked at this football team and I know what you're going to say. Oh, well, you know, it was this scheme and this play and you don't even know how to break down tape, do you? You're just giving normie takes. Well, F you, because my normie takes of just watching football for the 47 years I've been on this planet, kick your film watching takes ass nine times out of 10. And I just proved it again. Okay, so you can try to go impress the team and impress people on social media and try to be friends with the players by pretending they're really good again next year. Have fun with that. I'll be telling the truth. Okay, and I'll tell you what. There's a lot of mofos out here that don't pipe up when you children start talking about this football team. Okay, because they they know for a fact you can't handle it. They don't want to argue. Okay. They're probably well over 40, maybe into their 50s. And they just, you know, you see them at the water cooler at work. Maybe you're talking to them on the CB while you're driving a truck. And in your young mind, you're like, oh, yeah, this is the Cowboys year. You're a hater, old man. Why don't you get it? And he's like, yep, seen it, been there, done that. Understand when I see a championship team. We could talk about what it takes to win a championship. Signs of when this team is actually going to be for real. They can run the ball. They can stop the run. They don't get their ass kicked once a month during the regular season. These are signs screaming for a team that's not going to win January football. Okay. And I got I, I, I to put up with this every time I go on Twitter. People acting like they know everything because they got a subscription to uh, NFL film. And they watch the All-22. And then they get some, you know, half-cocked opinions. You don't know what the team's trying to do. Okay, so then another guy really studies it hard for a couple of years. He's like, man, now I, re- now I really know what's going on here, and I can bring up my iPad here and draw all these plays and put the fancy lines on the screen. You can work all of that. You can dedicate your entire life to your YouTube show and talking crap on Internet and, and still not know midway through this season that this team had no chance of reaching the Super Bowl. And you're, you're going you're gonna to come after me. Right? That's awesome, bro. Hold this L. That's all I got for you on that. Hold this massive freaking L. And you know what? This isn't a day for I told you so's. It should not be. But when you piss me off like that, dude, that is going to be something that I'm going to remember. And I'm coming for you. You know, when, when this thing plays out once again. This has been happening throughout my broadcast career. Why? Because it is so easy. The easiest thing to do is counter-trade the hometown's homerish sentiment. It is the easiest thing to do, right? I'm going to get a humongous reaction because the echo chamber has convinced you that the team is this, okay? So I know I can shock you by saying, actually, that's wrong. And I know I have a better than 50-50 chance of being proven right as this season plays out because it is the echo chamber that has convinced you. And then when these things play out, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to hold my hands up and say, hey, where are the apologies? Where are the, oh, my bad, Gavin? You know, maybe I should have had respect for the 25 years you've been putting into sports broadcasting and the, the you know, the, the daily grinding you do. You know, maybe, maybe I got a little bit too overconfident 
in my takes because all these people on my YouTube channel were, you know, blowing me up for how awesome I am breaking tape and coming up with these explanations for why this is happening or why this is happening. Why could you do all of that but not know this team was dead man walking five, six weeks ago? Okay. Now, coaching talk. Where do we go from here? All right. How about that? This team needs a savior. Okay. Is Bill Belichick that guy? He's sitting here at one to two on these sports book odds. Yeah. If the Cowboys don't bring Mike McCarthy back, Bill Belichick's your favorite, followed by Mike Vrabel and then Bobby Slowick, the offensive coordinator down there in Houston, Brian. Would you rather have the guy at uh, Houston or the guy at Detroit if you're going young guy, Ben Johnson? Detroit. But that's tough. They're both good. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't necessarily know enough about either one to split the hairs on them, but I know that those would be the two guys at the top of my list that if I'm Jerry Jones, I would want to get in front of and figure out what the heck you guys got going on here. So we got to talk to those guys if we make this thing, right? We got we to gotta talk to them? I mean, we would. We would love to talk with them. The, yeah. I don't think that Jerry ever would. If Jerry's no, I, going to make a move, I think that Jerry will only do it for the splash name. Those are not splash names. Yeah, they're, he, Jerry's doing this for pretty much one and one name only, and that's Bill Belichick. Otherwise, if Bill Belichick wasn't available, I think it would be status quo, and McCarthy remains, would Dak you remains. Consider, and, would you consider Vrabel over McCarthy? I would. I would. I yeah. think they need a culture is that, or is change. That a, and Mike Vrabel is a disciplinarian, hard ass that would come in here and, and do a little bit of that. I don't need a yes man players coach here anymore. But does that get you? Does that get you our guy that from Atlanta that used to be the head coach, Arthur as, Smith, as, as the your, OC, as your OC? See, that's something that you're going to have to discuss with, especially if you're hiring a defensive coach. That's Who is your saying. offensive coordinator? I, if I'm even talking to Bill Belichick here, you, you got to assure me, I. I think Bill Belichick understands he can't bring the band with him of all those guys that, you know, I don't think he can do that. Uh, the the Joe judges and the, I don't think he can no, do that. No, But I, and, and it's, he's going to, he's going to have to get a staff together. I, the most important thing with the Bill Belichick hire, I've got to try and figure out, okay, who's your OC? Amen, right. dude. I'm with That's, you on that. And, and if I don't like your OC, I'm not hiring you. Agreed. I don't want Josh McDaniels. I don't yeah. want to see the butt chin of Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to see Fat Patricia. I don't want to see Joe Judge. I don't want to see a single guy that you, Bill Belichick, have been running out offensively that all worked for you when you had Tom Brady, that all worked for you in a different day and age of football. You need to get one of these young stud offensive coordinators that is actually presenting challenges uh, so go get somebody off of the Shanahan tree and, or the McVay tree, whatever, and get him in there and rock and roll. But I, I, I don't want to see Josh McDaniels. Let me ask you this, Chief. If you would go out and find another really good corner and two really good full-size linebackers, you plug them into this defense. With Belichick, you might have the best defense in the NFL at that point. Would that be good enough that average offense could win you the Super Bowl? I I still I still think you need to have above average offense. I need to know that you're bringing a top ten offense to the table. Unless yeah. unless I mean unless this defense is historically great, but even the best defense in the NFL at times, you know, I mean, name that defense. Baltimore, really really dang good defense. I watched Stafford and company go in there and drop thirty plus on you. You know, like it, okay, so. Yeah, to have a consistently all-world championship backbone of your team, we can carry an average offense to the Super Bowl. You're talking about a ridiculous level of defensive dominance that I don't even think is quite possible even with Bill Belichick. Basic wanted me to ask you guys if Cliff Kingsbury could work with Bill Belichick. So Cliff is already being rumored to possibly be the Raiders offensive coordinator if indeed they hire Antonio Pierce. 
I don't know. Maybe. I'm not sure their relationship. I mean, McDaniels is the guy that's always linked to him. And I'm not going to just write off McDaniels. He might not be the guy, but he did lead Mac Jones to his only good season, and they made the playoffs his rookie year. Like, McDaniels might be an OKOC. He's an absolute dumpster fire, terrible head coach. Yeah. But as an offensive mind, like, McDaniels might not be terrible. Well, he seems like an absolute dumpster fire of a human being. Yes. Like, nobody seems yeah. to like him. I, I, I want nothing to do with Josh McDaniels, and that would be a deal breaker for me. Like, as much as I would like to see Belichick here, and first and foremost, I don't want to see McCarthy. Okay, now now we're playing in McCarthy's night here. Cool. Now the difference in Bill Belichick and not Bill Belichick is what are you doing offensively? I want to know, Bill Belichick, that you are actually looking into the future of offense and not dipping into your bag of past that has been a bunch of ass outside of Brady. The thing about Belichick is, yes, he did all the winning with Brady, but he's consistently had good defenses. I know he's going to bring in culture, whatever. He's going to be buttoned up, detail-oriented. He's going to capitalize on loopholes, and his defense is going to be badass. I don't know about his offense. Yeah, and that's fair. I I just think with Belichick's defense, you have a huge opportunity. And with this offense, you should be able to hold at least average, even if you just stick with Schottenheimer. You know, I, yeah. I, I think the upside with Belichick that yeah. you're bringing in the greatest like yeah. mad scientist who's inspired and motivated now to catch Brady to win another championship. Mm-hmm. I think you'll get the absolute best out of Belichick. And and Brian, we'll have to see. But if 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 I'm to read this correctly, I think Bill would be willing to make the concessions the Cowboys would need. I think so. You know, I think, yeah, I so. think so too. From think, a personnel standpoint, I think he's yeah. at yeah. I think he's at that point now where it wouldn't be something where he's got to have control I, over personnel. I just believe that Bill Belichick knows that he can't if he gets this job. It's not bring all the guys with him. I think he's going to have to, and maybe yeah. this is where Bill Belichick all of a sudden the respect that he has around the league and the, as much as he studies the game, maybe there's some coordinator out there, some coach or some scheme that gives him trouble, and he's like, well, if I ever had a chance. I'd go get this guy, you know, that he would have a guy in mind, you know, that, that won't be, but you know, we've seen like, you know, that, that's, that's my fear of, you know, I, I if he, to me, it's going to be about who his coordinator is. I'm not, I'm not going to hire him if I don't feel the coordinator's the right one. I'm just not, 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 not the, not the situation, you know, with Dak and all that. I'm just not. So there is yep. a relationship with Cliff and Bill in 2003 when played he for him out. He did play for him for a season. He actually drafted him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Caleb Williams has entered the draft, uh, and the Pats have offered Belichick's sons a chance to stay in New England. Oh, the tongue, the tongue guy. He's always got his tongue out. Steve? Yeah, Steve. Steve? Steve's Steve's an interesting-looking dude. Bills lead the Steelers. It is 21-10 halfway through the uh, third quarter there in Buffalo. 